From the All Indiana Podcast Network. The All Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8 Daily 8. Now all the latest news. Kylie Conway has all the news you need to know. And more. Please stand by. This episode of News 8 Daily 8 is presented by Downtown Indy. Now, here's Wish TV's Kylie Conway. Hi, this is Kylie Conway and this is the News 8 Daily 8 for Tuesday, October 13th. Burr, chilly start to your Tuesday. Temps dipped down to 30s at one point this morning, but things are looking up. It'll be a beautiful, sunshiny day with highs in the low 70s. There was an early morning shooting on the northeast side of Indianapolis. We covered it as breaking news on daybreak this morning. It happened just before 4.30 this morning at an apartment complex near 62nd Street and Allisonville Road. Police tell us the victim is in serious condition. We are working to learn the victim's name, how old they are. Police haven't released any information on what may have led up to the shooting or if they know who did it. Also, uh, Chief Randall Taylor with IMPD has been discussing how the pandemic has likely played a role in a lot of this violence. He says people just don't know what to do with their emotions. It makes sense. He's asking now people, if you... Know somebody who's having a hard time dealing with frustrations and emotions during this time and uh, might possibly do something violent because of that. You're asked to call police and they're going to try to step in and provide some mental health assistance. There's also been a major change in who oversees police in Indianapolis. The City County Council passed a proposal in the overnight hours. After hours of discussion, it adds civilians to the group that oversees police policy. The plan creates a seven-person board to help write policing rules and policies for IMPD. It adds four civilians to the current three law enforcement officers on the board. This happened just before midnight. The City County Council voted 20 to 5 in favor of Proposal 237. But there was a lot of debate and even calls to postpone the vote. About 100 people went to the meeting last night. Many watched from an overflow room due to COVID-19 restrictions. In the end, the outcome was seven people on the general orders board. The mayor, council, and police chief will each appoint two members, and the Fraternal Order of Police will appoint the final member. The plan is in stark contrast to the department's previous general orders committee, which only consisted of three members appointed by police. The reason for adding civilians is to provide accountability and other perspectives to IMPD policy. Supporters of the plan say it's an important step to hold officers accountable while opponents worry it could hurt police morale. An amendment also passed uh, prohibits civilian members with felony convictions or misdemeanor convictions involving bodily injuries from serving on the general orders board. IPD Chief Randall Taylor has said that he is for community participation, but he thinks this board could be too much too soon. And the City County Council unanimously approved the 2021 budget for the city and county. It includes a $7.7 million increase to IMPD's budget amid calls elsewhere to defund police departments all across the country. Chief Taylor says the $261 million budget is mostly directed at personnel costs. Another $2.7 million is needed for new body-worn cameras. $1.1 million will go to vehicles and equipment. A portion of the budget will also go to hiring a diverse team. And the full budget for Indianapolis is staying flat from last year. The number sits close to $1.3 billion. We heard word from Mayor Joe Hogsett after the budget passed. Part of his statement reads, Tonight's unanimous vote is testament to the shared commitment of Indianapolis leaders toward addressing the needs of our community through sound fiscal policy and meaningful neighborhood investment. And today, Mayor Hogsett and other Indianapolis leaders will address violence in the city. They're speaking at 2 o'clock this afternoon. You can watch it live on Wish TV. You can also stream it on wishtv.com and through our Facebook page. 
Democrats show a united front in making a personal pitch to protect health care during the confirmation hearings for President Trump's pick for the Supreme Court. On the first day, senators on the Judiciary Committee displayed large posters showing the faces of people who they say rely on the Affordable Care Act. Judge Amy Coney Barrett will face senators' questions today over her approach to health care and more. Republicans are pushing Barrett's nomination to a quick vote before the election. The high court is set to hear the latest challenge to the ACA a week after the election. In her opening statements, Barrett said that people of all backgrounds deserve an independent Supreme Court. She says she believes she can serve the country in that role. The hearing began at 9 o'clock this morning. You can find that on our website, wishtv.com, and on our Facebook page uh, right now. President Trump and Joe Biden are ramping up their campaigns with Election Day exactly three weeks from today. Trump rallied in Florida, taking his campaign on the road for the first time since contracting the coronavirus. In Stanford, northeast of Orlando, Trump threw masks into the crowd and pushed back on criticism of his handling of the pandemic. Biden pushed a bipartisan message in Ohio, which went to Trump in 2016. Biden said he was campaigning as a proud Democrat, but would govern as an American president. Biden is set to go to Florida today. President Trump is scheduled to hold a rally in central Pennsylvania. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine study is paused. The company is investigating whether a study participant's unexplained illness is related to the shot. This is at least the second study to be paused in the United States during final testing. Last month, AstraZeneca stopped its final stage testing and is still on hold while scientists look into an illness. Johnson & Johnson says the illness it's reporting is an expected part of any clinical study. Companies are required to investigate any serious or unexpected reaction that occurs during drug testing. The University of Notre Dame is expanding coronavirus testing. The university says it'll provide testing through the end of the fall semester to help students who will be traveling to other states or countries over winter break. Students can begin signing up for appointments at the beginning of November. The university will pause surveillance testing during this time. So-called COVID-19 long haulers may also be suffering mental impacts from the virus. Long haulers are people who survive the virus but end up experiencing long-term complications. Those can include signs of heart disease, diabetes, and kidney problems. A professor from Purdue University says the change in those patients' lifestyles can cause grief. Dr. Heather Seib says it's about turning a loss into an opportunity to start new chapters in life and to remember grief will be an essential part of that. 
Indiana health officials are reporting nearly 1,600 new coronavirus cases from testing over the weekend. That brings the statewide total to more than 136,500 cases since the start of the pandemic. The state is also adding six new deaths to the death toll of 3,568. According to Johns Hopkins University, Indiana is one of 31 states seeing a rise in cases. Today is the federal court appearance for five men accused in the plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Today's scheduled hearing is aimed at covering whether the men should stay in custody until trial. All five live in Michigan. A sixth man is in custody in Delaware. The FBI arrested them last week. Officials say the, man, the men were trying to retaliate against Governor Gretchen Whitmer due to her uncontrolled power amid the pandemic. According to authorities, the alleged kidnapping involved months of planning and rehearsals. If convicted, the defendants face up to life in prison. Many retailers are holding what they call their biggest sales of the year. Amazon Prime Day, Target Deals Day, and Best Buy's Black Friday prices begin today. Walmart's big save event began Sunday. All four companies are using their events to kick off the holiday shopping season. Prime Day was postponed due to the pandemic, and many retailers are hoping to get in on the action with traditional Black Friday events in question due to COVID-19. An ultra-rare pink diamond is being auctioned, and it could go for $38 million. The 14.83-carat diamond is named the Spirit of the Rose. It was uncovered three years ago from a mine in northeast Russia. The diamond was cut from a nearly 28-carat rough diamond. It's believed to be the country's largest pink crystal ever unearthed. It took a year to cut and polish the stone. The diamond will go on display in Hong Kong, Singapore, and Taipei. Then it will head to Switzerland for sale in November. All right, now to some business headlines now. Many Americans say they will not put off travel anymore once we're able to be tourists again. A new survey from Hilton reveals travel is the most frequently recalled happy memory. And most say making memories with family and friends is a prime reason for trips. All this staying at home leads 90% of survey respondents to believe the nation is facing a travel memory deficit that will have long-lasting impacts, including greater stress and missed opportunity for special moments with loved ones. Southwest Airlines Pilots Union took issue at a company proposal to cut pay by 10%. Southwest says it can avoid layoffs if employees agree to the pay cut. The carrier has never furloughed an employee in its nearly 50 years of flying. Columbus-based Cummins has announced plans for a major investment at its Seymour engine plant. The manufacturer says it'll pump more than $25 million into the facility, which will help create nearly 90 jobs and retain about 60 more over the next 5 to 10 years. The company says the investment will bring in new manufacturing capabilities, including assembly, machining, and block lines, as well as new testing equipment. Indiana's largest and longest-running film festival is reaching more locations than ever before thanks to drive-up and at-home viewing. The Heartland Film Festival has had to alter plans due to the pandemic, making most of it virtual. The virtual film festival kicked off last Thursday, but this week there's a special pop-up drive-in experience for moviegoers at Tibbs Drive-In. It'll be Thursday through Sunday. 75 films are featured throughout the 11-day festival with a wide variety of genres. There's also a partnership with Connor Prairie. There is a link with all the ticket information at wishtv.com. Fans returned to the stands in Major League Baseball. Thousands got to see Game 1 of the National League Championship Series in person at the host site, Globe Field, home of the Texas Rangers. The Braves and Dodgers are playing for the pennant and a spot in the World Series. Officials allowed real fans in about 30% of the seats in the stadium. Everyone had to wear masks unless they were eating. Major League Baseball is selling 11,500 tickets for each game of the NLCS. 
Live fans are not allowed at the American League Championship Series in San Diego. This has been your News 8 Daily 8 for Wish TV. I'm Kylie Conway, online at wishtv.com, and follow us on Facebook when you search Wish TV. This episode of News 8 Daily 8 is presented by Downtown Indy. Check out more podcasts from the All Indiana Podcast Network now. Now. At allindianapodcastnetwork.com. Allindianapodcastnetwork.com.